You're listening to The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. In every episode, we will discuss the topics and trends, the issues and ideas, the challenges and opportunities facing senior business leaders today. This series is one more way we want to engage with our network of industry executives. Thanks for joining us. Hello again, everyone. You're joining us for another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast Series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm head of content and research. My guest today is Wally Ojo of Griffith Foods. Uh, He hosted a Lunch and Learn Roundtable here at uh, Names 23 on upskilling the workforce to work towards a a culture of continuous improvement, which I think is a topic that everyone is interested in. And the trouble with these Lunch and Learn Roundtables is you can only have 10 people around a table. So uh, Wally was very generous uh, to agree to sit down with us and tell us how the conversation went. Wally, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Jeff. Nice to meet you. Can we start off with why you chose this topic for your lunch? Yeah, so as you know, we've been, you know, manufacturing has evolved, you know, for several decades now. And there's a new trend, which is, you know, digital, you know, manufacturing. And um, and also currently in the supply chain, we face a lot of labor challenges, inventory shortages. And, and one of the biggest one today is just the war of talent and the labor shortage that you know a lot of manufacturers face. Uh, so what I've seen in manufacturing, which I've been in you know over 15 years now, is uh, currently retaining talent uh, and keeping talent in manufacturing is a challenge. And one of the strategies, obviously, there are many ways to you know help with employee engagement, but one of the key ways is to have a lean organization or to upskill the talent that you currently bring into the organization. Uh, so how do we do that and how do we ensure that the talent in the organization can solve problems? Because really, if you look at it, when you join an organization, the ability to solve problems actually engages individuals. You Absolutely. feel like you're adding value to the business if you can solve a problem in your department, in the organization, or even in your function. So I think um, just like what education does to a community, what it can do to a say for an individual, for family, and then for community. I think same thing when people come into the organization, how can we upskill them and give them that opportunity to grow? And by also growing, they solve problems for the business, they add more value, and we can you know, retain talent in the organization. I, I think you're exactly right that, first of all, people respond well to a challenge, and they also yeah. have a sense of ownership when they've solved that challenge or contributed towards a success. So, Absolutely. I mean, it's a, it's a great, modification, uh, it's a great uh, motivation, and it's yeah. a topic that I think speaks to every manufacturer. Absolutely. When you came up with this topic area mm-hmm. for the lunch, yeah. who were you hoping would sign up to join you? Uh, well, I was hoping to get a you know diverse set of um, you know of um, individuals in in the workforce. So I was hoping for you know people in obviously operational excellence, uh, you know people leading lean transformations, um, usually also people in the HR, uh, human resources, or just leaders in the organization that are looking for talent retention and. And most of the people, we actually, you know, did introductions and talked about some of our challenges and what we're doing in the, um, in our organizations to upskill currently. And most people, I would say 90% of, you know, people have similar challenges. Oh, great. Um, in terms of workforce retention, um, you know, labor shortages and upskilling the workforce. So it's a very similar theme across everyone, everyone across the table. 
One of the things I find really interesting about the format of a roundtable discussion is you don't really know who's going to sit down, but everyone who chose, they opted into this conversation because mm -hmm. they had something to contribute. Maybe yeah. they, they were hoping to get something else from mm -hmm. the group. What, how did the conversation unfold? What were people sharing? Yeah, so what I did was I started by introducing myself and also introducing the topic and why I believe it's relevant uh, today. And then I asked each person going round to, you know, introduce themselves, the organization, and also why they chose, you know, to sign up for that round top, uh, round table discussion. And actually, that was very interesting just to hear why. Um, and a lot of the individuals have, you know, a lean program or continuous improvement program, and you know, some of maybe finding, you know, challenging. You know, ch having challenges with you know permeating that ideology through the organization, and maybe some are some are looking for how others are having success with upskilling the workforce. So I think just by sharing uh, best practices and what people have seen as challenges, what others have seen to work well, seems to have you know had a, at least good impact on most people in the organization. It's been my experience, lean people, I mean, they love to talk, they love to share, and if something's yeah. working for one, it's not about competitive advantage, it's like, yeah. this is working for me. Exactly. So in the space of upskilling, mm -hmm. what what are you guys doing? What what did you share with them, or were there some best practices that you can repeat for yeah, us? Yeah, absolutely. So at Griffith Foods, um, we have worked, um, you know, for a couple of years now, is we're doing two things, at least from a process improvement or operational excellence standpoint. So one, we have specific to our supply chain and manufacturing, we have a program called the Griffith Production System. And and that program, basically we've broken it into four pillars. So the first is enterprise alignment. And in that pillar we have um, ideation and uh, suggestion programs for the employee. So any employee on the manufacturing uh, or in the supply chain can go in, put an idea in, and, um, and follow through. We have a program where we review, give feedback, and implement, and also recognize employees for bringing ideas through. Within that pillar also we have strategy deployment and um, you know, having KPIs that you know, cascade across the organization. Um, the other pillar is people development, and that's really the core of the upskilling, where we, uh, we have managers training, uh, and specifically we train the factory leaders to implement the lean management system, so ways of working, daily huddles, gamble walks, leader standard work. We also have Kaizen events, and we train Kaizen facilitators root cause analysis training. So anything around developing people to provide them the tools and the skills they need, that falls within the people development pillar. We also have a continuous improvement pillar, which is around standards and um, the tools to sustain and implement standards in the, in the shop floor. And then the last pillar is around TPM. Uh, which is uh, really providing, uh, you know, engaging the operators uh, in autonomous maintenance from a maintenance standpoint, you know, OEE tracking um, across all lines uh, and, and utilization, all the metrics that we use to measure the equipment asset efficiency. Uh, we also have maintenance planning and scheduling and, um, and focused improvement. So that's how we've designed from, from a factory standpoint our program. And the upskilling part is really everywhere around it, um, but really we have a pillar that's dedicated to making sure we train everyone that's involved in the, in, in the manufacturing uh, on the Griffith production system. We also have a 
global program that cuts across not just the manufacturing but across all functions um, and that's called the Griffith Performance Excellence and this is our global continuous improvement program that's just just beyond just cost savings but we also look at um, how can we impact the planet how can we impact people and also the business performance so we look uh, for benefits across uh, multi-functional benefits uh, that are actually improving business performance beyond cost. Um, so within that program, we also have training and upskilling opportunities for people that are interested to learn structured methodologies of problem solving for the organization. Fantastic. Um, in the group that, that was yeah. contributing, did uh, anyone have something that maybe surprised you or that you hadn't heard before or that you view as like, ah, this is what I've taken away from the lunch? Well, yeah, I think um, definitely. <laughs> I always learn, and uh, this is my actually second lunch alone because I did one last year, and, and it, there's always a learning from success and failure. Mm. Uh, so some people give examples of how there's been leadership changes and, and, and they're seeing a drift, you can call it, um, in, you know, in philosophy. So um, and some people are starting the program, so they were asking for you know, some examples of how, to, you know, how others have implemented and sustained. Uh, so for me, actually, one that, you know, caught, you know, that I found interesting was you know, uh, someone has an organization that they um, recently implemented TPS, the Toyota, you know, similar approach to the Toyota production system. Um, but they've had changes and, uh, and, and things you know, seem to kind of drift. So that actually was a good conversation for us. And some of the ideas and strategies that people gave us, making sure we have the engagement for the senior leadership ongoing. Uh, because obviously, just like any business, there's changes. Sometimes there's changes in people. There's you know, um, you know, people move around in the organization. So if we don't have uh, a continuous way of engaging with the executives as well, uh, we can kind of lose momentum and you can say focus on the true intent of what we're trying to do. So I think that was to me a key point and a reminder of the importance of engaging with the senior executives on an ongoing basis, not just the initial launch of the program, but how do we make sure that we have that cadence of, of, um, of yeah. feedback. I, I can see that being uh, really important when it comes to upskilling as well, because by right. its very nature, you're going to start having people move around as their skill sets mature, Correct. people get promoted, people exactly. start saying, I'm more interested in doing this job than that job. Exactly. So uh, senior leadership who might have bought in day one, yes, mm -hmm. we, we need to upskill our yeah. workforce, six months later, things have changed if they're Absolutely. not keeping contact. Absolutely, yeah, business priorities change. Uh, you know, for example, the pandemic happens <laughs> and uh, we, everyone tends to go back to basics. And, uh, but, all, you know, so doing that and, 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 you know, actually in the pandemic it happened and I, that was an interesting time. And for us, I use at least my organization ex example, that's for most of us, <laughs> that's we go back and leaned on the lean program to say, you know what, this is the foundation. This is when we really need, um, you know, to go back to the basics, using our routines, using our standards, updating the standards, improving the business, and leveraging that capability to help stabilize the business. It's still a challenge, you know, obviously with supply, there's, uh, there's some things that are beyond control, but the things that we could control and where we had standards and people developed to help solve problems, it can help, ex you know, stabilize much quicker, you know, much quicker for the business. Absolutely. And I mean, 
when you say it's uh, upskilling for a culture of continuous improvement, mm -hmm. it's really the culture is the underpinning. You had that to fall back on. Absolutely. And, you know, we say, uh, at least in the operational excellence, the culture is what determines the results, right? And the way that um, we, um, sh you know, shift the culture to more continuous improvement is by starting with the leaders and the principals. And then having the right you know, leadership philosophy. Um, we can then build a system that has the tools that the employees can pull from. Uh, and then by using the tools and applying the tools in the workplace, then that's where, really where we can enable the results. But it starts with the leadership philosophy and the principles that's aligned to the system that, that we build across the facilities. Now again, a roundtable discussion by its nature, it has to be a limited number because otherwise not everyone would get to contribute, mm -hmm. not everyone would get to share. Um, for those of us who weren't able to join you for that lunch, is there one key takeaway maybe you'd like our listeners to think about a little further? Yes, and I think I mentioned it earlier. I think just you know, picture your organization as uh, a community and or even a family and and, and what's best for, what would you do if, if, if these were a community that you were taking care of and you know, everyone has the opportunity to go get education and learn and improve themselves. You know, what opportunities would you provide them and what value would that bring back to your community? So I think if you look at it in that, in that way, you would see that a well-educated community and a, and a community um, and an organization that is educated and, as, and provided the opportunity for people to develop their skills and come back to apply those to the business to improve it and add value is one that will be around much longer and also have a high level of engagement, safer workplace, you know, higher productivity and just you know, be able to tie in back to the talent retention and attraction, I think is a key part of it. So really upskilling is very, to me, it's a core part of operational excellence and also uh, bottom line results to the business. What a fantastic takeaway. Okay. Wally, thank you so much for, for your time today and for sharing that with us. Thank you for the opportunity, it's a pleasure. You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast Series. I've been Jeff Mix, let's do it again soon.